Hey everybody, welcome back to the Infinite Avengers Podcast. As you will notice, uh, Don is going to be a bit absent for today's episode and a few of the following sessions uh, that we have planned out just because uh, we have another guest uh, to take his place while he's unavailable to record. Uh, so we're just going to skip ahead to the recap. Uh, last time, the battle kept on going after Anya was knocked out. The Soul Sliver, who threatened Asad's loved ones, returns to finish off the group once and for all. Uh, Nessel also falls, and uh, just as Asad is close to the brink of death, they get help from their friend Siobhan from the Sleepless Agency. Asad delivers the finishing blow on the Soul Sliver, exploding all over the place, and the group barely defeat these ne'er-duels, uh, broken with an ounce of air in their lungs. And so that's where we return to episode 43, A Blue Requisition. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Infinite Adventures podcast. How is everyone doing today? Well, everyone? Yes, everyone. Everyone? Yes, everyone. Well, they're going to wait a while. <laughs> <laughs> we well, are missing some. They don't today. know about everyone yet. So Yeah, they're going to notice when somebody doesn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> how is everyone currently who is able to talk? doing today i'm pretty sure donovan can talk he just can't talk here oh right my now. god john okay don is not here today um <laughs> sadly uh due to some uh scheduling issues um he's not able to make it at this time and uh we really needed to record something and uh sadly uh we have no friends to replace uh whenever one of our friends leave. I, we do so, have to iterate. We do have friends. We just we don't have, have no a lot friends. of friends who play we Dungeons and Dragons. No one outside of our <laughs> like, little group. <laughs> Specifically Pathfinder. Yeah, no, here's the thing, Don, D- David. I know a lot of people who play Dungeons and Dragons, but the moment that I tell them that it's Pathfinder, they're just kind of like, oh, I don't know, I don't really want to learn a new system that has a lot of math and combat. It's not even that much math and combat. I think you're the I think you're the one who's scaring people off. Then if you tell them, I'm yeah, not, only play I'm Pathfinder. Not. Only one thing: there's like, no. a lot of math. You have to take like six calculus classes just to play this. Six calculus classes. <laughs> there's only uh, three, but you gotta take six. <laughs> you oh, had to God. create three more just for Pathfinder. Um. So, uh, yeah, Don had, has, um, due to just scheduling issues, is not able to join us today, um, maybe for a few episodes, mostly because we do pre-record a lot of our episodes, that, uh, we, he may not be ready for a few episodes. So, um, yeah, we're trying to see if we can find a third person to, uh, Join us in this amazing adventure, and hopefully, maybe next episode, we might have someone, or maybe the next one after that. Can't promise you, we're not making any promises, but, um, but yeah, that is the situation we are right now, but other than that, we can still continue. Uh, a party of two can surely make it through 
a uh, an army of like Cthulhu's, right? Y'all think I can do it? Yeah, dude. Let me uh, just bring out my uh, hammer of Antioch. Excuse oh. you. It's Cthulhu singular. It's also Cthulhu plural because there's only one Cthulhu. <laughs> but yeah, Cthulhu is everywhere and everyone. Uh, no, because there's the. How dare you Cthulhu. steal the premise of my goddamn cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers for a cartoon that I may or may not make. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we still have the presence of the of the two wonderful folks, uh, John and Justin. So now that everyone knows Don is not here, how are you guys doing today? Well, <laughs> it's been a long time. Like maybe not too long for everyone else, but it's pretty been pretty long for us. Oh, no, it's been a week for them. It's been almost a month for us. But... Again, uh, well, one of the one week of that was me going to Columbia. So um, there is that. We never really asked how that was. How yeah, was it? no, it's well, wow. We're doing this on the Who show. Cares about cool. Columbia. Sh- what are you talking yes, about? You my hometown. My hometown. My home country. I've never been there before. What am I saying? <laughs> my I was born in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> It was cool. It was really hot. Uh, I wasn't expecting it to be so hot. Then I remembered how close it is to the equator. <laughs> typical. Okay, well, I mean, typical, e- typical question... cities near the equator. Uh, long question, may short, because I'm pretty sure this is whatever. Was wondering how much pound of cocaine did you bring back? <laughs> okay, no. So <laughs> this is actually kind of funny. Uh, on my way back, I'm hoping uh, this. This uh, story doesn't end with. Wait. So I only brought three pounds of cocaine with me. <laughs> no, I, no, I, just, I so, just brought a whole truckload. No, okay. Easy. So on our way back um, through customs, um, they tell you to take any. Um, uh, they take they tell you to take out any um, like uh, stuff you have in there. You know, like uh, not not everything, but like food, uh, uh, drinks, and drugs and stuff. Like take it out. Like they'll they they they'd rather have you admit that you have it or drugs. throw it away before going through yeah, anything. And so there's this guy in front of me who got busted with coke, and it was really weird because it was like, "What? All right, um, I don't know how to deliver a punchline though because it, I was trying to say Coca-Cola, but you get the idea." Man, I told that one once, and I did, I did it right. <laughs> David, scrub it from the tape. <laughs> you might have told that joke one too many times. That's why you got sick of it. Didn't want to say. Well, it no, again. he only told it once, so I, I guess that point still goes through. Then okay. um, <laughs> one too many times <laughs> before when when so Dave, wait, before David ups, uploads this, I'm gonna say the joke correctly, put it in here, and then upload it without him knowing. <laughs> Unless he puts music over it, then I can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, I still I don't understand what the punchline of the joke was. Did he actually have cocaine, or were you trying to make a joke about him having coke? I was gonna say he was bringing in Coke, but it was just Coca Cola. I mean, they were taking people's bottle uh, bottles of water. So, oh, they do have Coca Cola with coffee in it. It tastes like uh, you know those coffee uh, coffee not cough drops those uh, coffee um, uh, candies. Yeah, it tastes like that, but in liquid form. They were delicious. I had nine of them. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> I mean, you lost me whenever you said that. Uh, what's it called? <laughs> But then you won me back with uh, Coca Cola candy. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Do they taste like Coca Cola candy, or does it taste like candy flavored coffee? It tastes like it tastes more like the coffee, coffee than the co- flavored than the candy. Coke. 
It is more the more like the coffee than the cocoa. <gasps> By the way, um, David, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure all of us have had at least one time in our lives uh, soda with sugar in it. It's so fucking weird. Um, Wait, I mean, what? Yeah. I mean, do you mean like when you at a restaurant when you open up one of those little pink packets and put more sugar in it? First of all, that's not sugar, and you know, and that it actually helps uh, explain what I'm trying to say. That's like fake ass sugar. There's fruit fructose, high fructose corn syrup in drinks yes. in America because it's cheaper. It's not real sugar, yep. but if you get Mexican drinks or you know Latin American drinks, because I was in Colombia, there's real sugar in it. I didn't remember that when I had a Coke, like a regular ass Coke, for the first time. I was like, man, Coke sure does taste different here. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, you those, those fun... the, the ones okay. in the bottles are really good. <laughs> the glass bottles? Yeah, yeah. they're pretty good. Yeah, those, those are, are good. typically those, the ones we always go made for with in sugar, my house. Uh, quick yeah. fun fact. Um, well, it's going to be somewhat of a fact because I, <clears throat> I don't know if I got the fact 100% accurate. Um, Dr. Pepper isn't a common thing to, like down like middle America, I guess. And, like Central America, I guess, because I have like a lot of, like family from like Mexico, constantly asks us to send like Dr. Peppers to them. <laughs> They're like crazy addicted to it down there, but yet I don't think they actually have any down there. So it's like, how did you even get addicted to it in the first place? I digress. Do they got it from the black market, Dr. Pepper <laughs> black market? Last last yes, little tangent black, for uh, the Mexican this, I guess, black but... market. You can find yourself organs. <laughs> Cocaine and hush hush Dr. Pepper. <laughs> oh yeah, by the way, disclaimer, I actually do not like Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm in the same boat. Um I'll drink it if it's cold, but like it has to be really cold. Or like in a cup of ice. Yeah, I used to drink I cannot too drink much. it like at room temperature or anything warmer than that. Oh the big of oh, the big three I would say in order of best to least uh best least good would be coke uh, and i i think that might partially be because it's just been marketed so much and it's like the one that most people just dominantly get i feel like that might be it I don't but know. i, like I still agree with it um if uh if you absolutely have to pepsi pepsi is all right it's not terrible like some people say it is it's not piss water but it's yeah. really it's it's really sweet <laughs> It's 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 different. Apparently, like apparently, they were supposed to like that and Coke are supposed to taste differently at like different temperatures or the same at different temperatures. And I always thought that was weird. I never did it though, so I don't know if that rumor is true or not. Well, I whisk mean, us away to a fantasy land. <laughs> it's a long story short. Uh, Pepsi, Doctor, uh, wait, Pepsi and Coke, best Cokes. So if you want to sponsor us, we're totally up for it. Uh, just. You know, just go into my DMs and um, I'll be I'll be there all day. Um, but yeah, I, we're here to play a fantasy game. We're gonna jump into the world of fantasy here, and With we're Coke. gonna. <laughs> yes, everybody, grab your fantasy Coca Cola and your fantasy. I mean, Pepsi. I gave Coke last like one time, <laughs> one time. So <laughs> uh, please, opium, totally different. One's legal, one is not legal. I think. Wait, opium's legal, right? I think opium is legal in fantasy setting, right? I get. I, I mean, in real like, life, like, everything's legal in fantasy realm. But should you still do it? I don't think so. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll jump right into where we last left off. Um, like we did mention in the 
towards the beginning of the introduction. Uh, we haven't played for a while, so does everyone remember where we last left off? Okay, I remember... Let's see... You don't remember anything, you're unconscious right now. I remember being on. Un- I remember black. <laughs> okay, so our last. Session. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. I'm sorry. The, I remember. I remember the woman shattering, and then it t- it turned to black. There you go. Hey, David, can my can I can my next character be a dark a uh, dark gnome named Black who's out to get blue? <laughs> Wait, that's just a regular Snurf Dev- Devlin, whatever they're called. Why? They're supposed to be black. Just blue just turned out blue. Oh, God. I'm really a regular gnome then. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so. <laughs> okay. So, last uh, last thing that happened in our previous episode. We had an epic fight. Um, it was a the longest episode we've recorded. Or session we've, we've recorded. And, uh... Also happened to be, and I think I can speak for everyone here, uh, one of the best fights we had. Only because it came down so close to literally being a TPK. But but yeah, y'all, y'all somehow managed to survive. And uh, Assad is the only one left standing, even after uh, Siobhan made, made it back to the fort. So yeah, and... I did make a promise last session. Y'all somehow managed to make it out of this fight with no one dying. I will give each and every one of y'all one David point. And so I have nothing else. But I mean, it's, it's not like if it was recorded or anything. I could have edited it out. But it would have sounded very weird. Other than that, yeah, I'll get one David point. For somehow managing to survive the battle, I gave myself a David point too, but I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> <off>. <laughs> uh, I think I deserve a David point too. I mean, you you deserve all, you deserve all the David points, you know. Oh, thank you. So I can't have one then. Thank you. you um, no, 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 you 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 already have them. Yeah, I mean, but I I want to use them. That's the thing. Oh, I also want to be able to use them. I don't want to hoard them like like blue does. What do you okay. mean? I don't. I used all of them last time. <laughs> yeah, but you had them all the way up since you got to the to thrash for. You've been having them since. I ah. mean, how many? T- where, where were the places I actually needed to use them? <laughs> there weren't very well, many. I, I, I guess true. That's true. Nevertheless, I'm gonna. I might have to be a little bit more stricter on how I give my my points out in the future, but okay. uh, but yeah. So we are back in this room in this fort, and it's actually something special I want to do. Um, so we're in this we're in this room in this fort. Assad, you are standing in this room, just as um. You give the last punch to the guard. The guard was the last one standing. Um, and you see him crumple to the floor. At the same time, you hear something behind you. You hear the sound of someone falling. And you turn to see Siobhan fall unconscious. And now you're in this room. Quiet. Just complete silence. As you see Anya's body down at the bottom of the stairs. 
Nestle's body laying on the table with shreds of glass and metal bits just lunged deep into his skin. And as you look at Nestle, we take a close-up at Nestle as this, say, quote-unquote, camera starts approaching his eyes as they're shut. And they get so close, the screen turns black. As the screen is black, we start to hear the sound of human traffic. We hear conversations happening outside. The sound of running kids and the yelling of sellers and merchants trying to sell their stuff to the passerbyers on the street. As this sound, this commotion, slowly gets louder and louder, the black screen starts to fade into brown. And we see the brown come from a old door that the camera is backing away from. As the camera zooms out completely, we see the door become open. So we see a figure walk in. We see a blue short man with the most elegant attire walking into an establishment. And as he enters, we see two men accompanying him as well. Two men wearing yellow robes that are as equal and pristine as the uniform this man is wearing. The man removes a hat that he's been wearing, covering his face. And we see that this man is Nestle. And we see Nestle approach the counter of this establishment. As the camera opens up to show he has walked into a bookstore or a library. Some, something of that sort, because every wall in this in this establishment is covered. They have shelves up to about 14 feet high, just covered in books. They have little openings everywhere leading to more areas with books. As he approaches the counter, we see that there is a old man at the other side of the counter who looks up to see Nestle. And there is a expression of concern that washes over this old man. Not because Nestle walked in, but because he knows who Nestle works for. The man catches himself and he shouts out, Oh, good afternoon, good afternoon, sir. It's been an honor to have you in my store. Um, if it's not mistaken, uh, you're, you're Nestle, correct? Uh, an, an associate of, uh, the great Count Hasherton Laos. If I'm not mistaken. And we see Nestle standing at the end of the counter, nodding his head, yes. The old man continues, Well, oh, that's wonderful. It is an honor to have you in my establishment. Uh, my name is Thornstep, and welcome to the Book Layer. <laughs> that's a weird name. That's what I call my store. Now, with all the introductions out of the way, how can I help you today? Well, I mean, I know you're here for some books, but are you interested in some reading material? Or are you here on Count Laos's behalf? Well, in the matter of fact, yes, I've been sent by Count Hasserton Laos on his behalf to retrieve some book in your collection. The Count has overheard that you happen to have one of the most impressive collections in Thrushmore. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to brag about it, but... I would definitely agree with that statement. Um, 
Yeah, whichever subject he is interested in, I'm about 80... No, I'm about 90% sure I will have it. Great. Because he is very interested in a particular subject. Like I said, whatever subject, I can provide it. Now, if you need some books on the history of Yusilov, I have plenty of those. Or maybe he's interested in some special books. I, um, I did get some books in from a Pathfinder Society member. Oh, yeah, that book, it's very interesting. It covers over the last day of the Whispering Tyrant and the Shining Crusade. That I read that book, like, four times over. Or, <clears throat> maybe he's more interested in the, uh, tasteless forms of books. Uh, more in the, you know, <clears throat> erotic type. <laughs> As the man says this, he sees an expression change in Nestle's face. Oh, oh, oh my apologies, my, my apologies. I meant no offense by that. I, I just wanted to make a point that my collection, not not only is it vast, but it's one of a kind. Um, <clears throat> please, please, I'm, I'm sorry for the interruptions. Um, yes, what kind of books is the Count no looking worries, for? But, uh, like I was saying, Count Laws has sent me to retrieve books on a particular subject. He'd love to have all your books over the occult matters. Uh, um, <clears throat> the occult matters? Um, what would the Count have with matters pertaining of the occult? I, I, I would think a man of his class would care less of such matters. Well, Mr. Thorne, now I know you mean no offenses, but I think you finally crossed a line. Last time I checked, Count Hasselton Laus the Fourth business is his, and his only, or anyone else he deems it should know it. And if I'm not mistaken, you are not one of those people, correct? And as he says this, we see an expression on the old man's face turn into f almost fear. Like he has crossed the line now. Because if I am, I can go and bring Laos down here and tell him that won't help us until he tells you every little detail of his business to you. And as Bluefish says that, we see him turn to the door. But before he came to take a step, I have no problem doing so. If I am wrong. Uh, Thornstep yells out before he even takes a move, before Blue takes a move. Oh, no, 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 sir, no, no. No, you're right, you're right. No disrespect by that. I meant no disrespect by that. The Count's business is none of mine. Uh, as we hear this, like, fear coming out of this man's voice, Nestle turns around with a big smile on his face. Now, about those books. Oh, yes, yes. Um, now, uh, only thing about my uh, occult section, sir, is that I don't carry many for sale. So then, you were lying to us. Because you did say your collection was vast. And if we wanted it, you would provide it. Oh, by no means was I lying about my collection. <laughs> See, when it comes to my other non-occult books, I do exaggerate on the one-of-kind. I mean, they're, they're just books that are hard to come by. But now, for the occult books, some of those are one-of-a-kind. 
and nearly impossible to replace. Those books I don't sell, but I do rent out if he's interested in them. So, so please feel free to take any book the Count would like, or you think the Count will like. But <laughs> I actually don't mean for free, <laughs> just uh, any stuff that the Count will like, whether to purchase or rent, I will be happy to do so. And you know what? I'll do it on a discount. Nestle turns to look at the men that he came in with, and he gestures to them to go and gather the bugs as he turns back to look at Thornstep, the bugseller, with an utmost serious face. Well, it seems like now I need to apologize. See, it seems I misspoke earlier, because what I meant to say was not that we weren't sent to, to retrieve some books, but they were, were here to confiscate them. Um, <clears throat> uh, I beg your pardon, sir? I, I think I misheard you. No. No, you didn't. We have been sent to take and confiscate any and all books that address the occult in any manner, small or large, which also kind of include your books. Fiction. <laughs> oh, sir, that's, that's a funny one, sir. As he laughs, he sees that Blue's expression does not change. And then he stops as Blue pulls out a letter from his coat to hand over to Thorn. Like I said, you did not mishear me. Thorn reaches for the letter and takes a few minutes to read the letter and then reread the letter. As he does, we see anger slowly start to take form in his face. He crumbles up the letter and throws it at Nestle. As the two men that join Nestle stop collecting the books and turn to um, to start approaching the old man. But before the two uh, yellow rope men came and take a step, we see Nestle gesture to them to hold what they're doing. <sighs> Look here, boy. I've watched my word and bit my tongue, but count Laos or not, he has no damn right to send a little lackey to my establishment to confiscate more than half of my books. So with all due respect, which is something that you and Count Lao seem to need a few lessons in, I'm going to have to ask you to leave my business before I report you and Laos to the magistrate. Nestle walks over to the shelves and pulls a little stepping stool and he walks it over to the count to the counter and he climbs to the very top as he tries to make direct eye contact with Thornstep. Before you do something you most definitely will regret. Let me inform you about something. Count Laos has sent me to get this job done. And just with that you should be thanking him. Thinking for asthma that he did send one of the other two men under his employment. I'm not the type that likes to do things the hard way where I don't have to. As Nestle says, is, he pulls back on his coat to reveal a rapier, a basket hilt rapier, 
that has a woven H on it. Now, if I leave this door without those books, Laos will just send one of the other two to come and get them. Now, it doesn't matter which one of them comes. They will get the job done. One, because he has no other option. And the other, because he would love to have fun. And he likes to have fun in the most horrific ways. Therefore, the man you want to be doing business with is me. Now, do we have an understanding? The man hesitates to answer back as he continues to stare, continues to do a stare off with Nestle. We see the two men that uh, Nestle entered the room with pull back their coats to also reveal rapiers. But Nestle makes eye, eye contact with them in a way to tell them or to inform them to stand down. He has it taken care of. Uh, we do a zoom in on Blue's face as he continues to stare off with Thorn. As we see sweat dripping from his forehead. We zoom into Blue's eyes as they take up most of the screen now. And we see Nestle, Nestle's baggy, tired eyes start to turn energetic. His eyes now seem to be filled with happiness. And we see the camera zoom out. And now Nestle is standing behind a pedestal. In what looks to be a small classroom. A classroom that he's teaching in. We arrive to hear Nestle dismissing a class. And as he starts cleaning the room, a few seconds later, we hear a familiar voice. The voice of Hershey. So, um, how was your first semester of teaching? Nestle turns to see Hershey standing at the door with two cups of tea. Well, if you want me to be truthful, I would rather be out on the field. I don't think Teaching is my thing. Nestle walks over to grab one of the tea that Hershey has brought in, and they both take a seat. Well, you'll get used to it. By the way, speaking about field work, that brings me to why I'm here, actually. Um, do you remember that job offer we got from Thrashmore a few days ago? Yeah, uh, to work for the Count, right? Um, Count Hasserton... Lost the fourth. Yeah, that exact one. Well, I was thinking, and, you know, I thought that maybe we, you know, together, we should take that job. But I thought you didn't want to work with the man, because you thought that he was up to something. Well, I still do. I still do. But I think if we let him keep going, he may become more... More dangerous. More dangerous than he may already be. And a man in his position, being a count, he can cause much more problems, especially to the innocents. And you know rule one. Help and make sure no harm falls upon the innocent from those with too much corrupt power. Always keep the innocent in mind, Nestle. So, we will take this job pretend to work for him for a while you know make sure to keep an eye on him 
And if we see what he's doing is wrong, then then that's what we have to stop him before it goes too far. Sounds easy. But we both know it's not. Bringing someone down from his position would be very dangerous. <laughs> true, true. But if it's going to... Look, if I'm going to make it my last hurrah, why not make it a little bit of a challenging and fun one, of course. As he says as we see Blue put his cup down. As he looks at Hershey with a confused face. Last hurrah? Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, um, well, you know I've been talking about retiring soon. I was thinking, you know, maybe why not sooner than later? You know, I think it's time for me to start my own family. I mean, I just be retiring from field work. I'll, I'll still be working around here in the academy, you know, here and there. As Hershey explains what he said, we see Blue's eyes starting to turn red. Uh, look, we'll, we'll talk about this when we come back from the job. We're going to be out for a very long time. So, I mean... We'll talk about it when we come back. Uh, Blue turns his head to hide a tear that's coming down his cheek. <sighs> yeah. I'm good to go. Oh, that's good then. Well, we need to, you know, we need you to go get your stuff ready. We'll leave early tomorrow. And um, I'll inform Reese's to look over your class for the next semester. We, like I said, we... We'll be gone for, for a while. Um, as Hershey says this, we zoom back into to Blue's eyes. Now, no longer energetic, but just red. And we see time pass forward. As we see those sem same red eyes just turn back into baggy tired eyes and we are back at the bookstore and all we hear is Nestle repeating in his head rule one of Hershey rule one the man standing behind the counter Mr. Thorne finally budges take the books and leave whatever little store for me left um, Nestle uh, the man that entered with Nestle finish stacking or filling their bags with whatever books are remaining on the shelves, leaving maybe a few dozen books left. We turn back and see Nestle head towards the door. But before he makes it to the door, he turns around back at Mr. Thorne. Oh yeah, I forgot to say. The Count would also like to have your copy of the book titled, uh, The Revelations of Halley. That's... That's the only book I have left with any value, sir. It will take me selling that book to make back a portion of what I'm losing by the books that you're stealing from me. As he says this, Blue raises a hand to stop him. No. Confiscating. But like I said, sir, if I leave without taking back the stuff, 
the Count asked for. He was just going to send one of the other two to come and get it. And I already told you why that was a bad thing, sir. Are we not in an understanding? You see the man, and he is just overcome with rage. He is shaking with rage. The two men that join Nestle, the two men in yellow robe, pull back their coats to reveal the rapiers again. Blue waves them off, telling them to, or gesturing for them to hold their position. The man is just shaking, like I said, in anger. And he reaches for something under the counter. And Nestle, you are, are scared about what the man is about to do. Because the only thing that's running through your head is, if he does not cooperate, you're going to have to fight the two yellow robemen. You don't want any harm to come over, Mr. Thorne. You aren't lying about that. But you know if you kill the two robemen, you can no longer go back to the mansion. You can no longer go back to Count Laos. Because he will most definitely have Karagor kill you. And if you run, you're leaving Hershey behind. You're scared that if you have to step in right now, that Laos will send Karagor after you. That Laos will send Assad after you. And while you know that Karagor will have no problem, you don't know about Assad. You know he has a family. And as that's coming up, you start thinking about stuff Hershey has told you. And you remember something he's told you. He's told you that people who have nothing to lose are not to be are not people you should be afraid of. It's the people who have someone they need to protect. Those are the ones you need to be afraid of. Assad has someone he has to protect. And you're terrified of what he would do. To make sure those people are protected. You can fight off these two yellow robemen. You don't know if you can fight off. Karagor or Assad. And you're hoping. You're hoping that this bookkeeper. This bookseller. Isn't about to do something. Something he's going to regret. And you're, you're still gesturing to the two men. Right next to you. To hold position as you put your hand on your rapier. Waiting for that, waiting for that second to know whether you're going to have to lunge at them or not. But then the man reappears with a chest. And he is still with an angry expression on his face. He opens it up and you see that he pulls out a book that is wrapped in cloth. And you may have been holding your breath throughout that whole time. And when you see him reach for that book, you take... A deep breath, you're like, and you're probably even shaking, knowing that your job is done. That's it. Get the book and leave before you, before things turn bad. You look at the man with a smile, shaking your head yes, or nodding your head yes, as in basically telling him you've done the right thing. And as you go up to approach to grab the book, you are stopped midway reaching the counter 
as you feel a intense pain coming from your head, from your forehead. At the same time, you hear the sound of a thump as the book hits the floor. You look up as you see that the man has thrown the book straight at your face. And you fall down dazed, confused. You, you're you seeing so many stars right now. And he hit you pretty bad. He opened up a pretty bad gash wound on your head. And it is, it is raining blood from your forehead. But you know that what he did right now would cause the other two men you're with to outright attack him. So you shake it off as quick as you can to stand right up and gesture to the men to stop, to hope. The job is done. You've got what you came for. But you see half red from the blood just covering your eyes. You turn back to the man and you tell him it was nice doing business with him. As you walk out the store, followed by the two yellow robe men with sacks full of books. And an old man just falls to the floor, crying. He has nothing left. As that happens, we zoom into where you landed after getting hit with the book, and we see the puddle of blood that you left. And we see time pass again. We see the wood underneath the floor itself more changing but the blood stays stays the same does not dry and then we see time stop as a drop of blood falls into the center of the puddle and we zoom out and we're back in this room with you laying on the table shards of glass sticking out every part of your body and we just see, we just hear, like I said in the beginning, silence with the only sound coming from Assad. Exhausted. <sighs> and like I said in the beginning, Assad, you're in this room by yourself. Complete silence. You see Anya downstairs kind of think she's motionless you can't see her breathing from where you're at blue well not mechanically bleeding out bleeding on the table and the new friend you have made Siobhan just, she is bleeding out mechanically speaking and I don't know what will be running through your head at this moment but at the time, you finally get to take a deep breath, actually see your surroundings. Probably think your friends are dead. I mean, who can really survive a battle like this? You thought maybe during the battle, you were definitely gonna, going to die. And you're looking over Nestle. You stop to look at him. Everything he has done for you. Everything you've gone through with the asylum. And then you see... You see his face morph a bit. And you know this is you. Like, your exhaustion is getting to you now. You know that what you're seeing is a hallucination. But it feels so real to you. As you see his face starts to morph 
to a very familiar face to you. You've only seen this face once, but you know exactly whose face it is. That's Hershey's face. And you are kind of pushed back just a little bit. You know it's a hallucination, but it looks so real to you right now. And then before you, you can't even take a step because you want to get to his body right now. But you can't. And this is getting you angry. You're getting... You want to get to your friend. You want to help him before he dies, if he's not already dead. Pass out, in a sense. You are hit with a force in your chest that causes everything to go black. And you fall to your knees, but you you reawaken before you can actually hit the floor. And you catch yourself. And again... Complete silence. But you are back. What do you want to do? Um, Siobhan's also knocked out, ain't she? She is currently knocked completely out. Um, I mean, I, I don't actually know if everybody's stabilized. Can I check? Uh, you can. Mechanically speaking, like I said, Siobhan is currently bleeding out. And like I said, you can visually see that. You see... Uh, the gash wounds she suffered from the claw attacks that the um, that I think I can't remember. I don't think I figured out what he turned into, but what the Dobler Dirk turned into, you see the gash marks. That weird looking spiky yeah, octopus, weird octopus looking thing. Like those claw marks, you see blood just gushing out. You don't see that in Nestle. I mean, you might see like a few of his cuts, like bleeding out as well but mechanically speaking you know he's not he's not bleeding out he's still but he's not dying right now okay well siobhan seems to be like the person in the greatest amount of need so i'm going to um shamble i guess like i i can't describe any of my actions as fast or like you know um i i feel like he just doesn't have it in him um but he starts to kind of like loosely like his hands are shaking and he's starting to like loosely grab because he's got uh, bandages on his arms on his hands he starts to just he starts to unfurl it and he starts to like um you know uh get it off his arms and he's gonna try to um um stop the bleeding you know uh tie it at the base or whatever or how i don't know how uh how bad she looks but you know cover up as much of the spots as she as he can and like tie off any like major veins do I gotta do I gotta roll something for uh, that yeah. or uh, roll a heel check and uh, go ahead and give you plus four. Damn, I'm so glad you gave Dreams me that plus four. Because uh, uh, yeah, I have bandages on my hands. That's so edgy. Okay, <laughs> um, I'll let you have it with a uh, fourteen. Okay. Uh, so yeah, patch her up with that. So she's no um, longer bleeding. Yeah, but um, she's still she's still dying. She has now stabilized because the bleeding prevent prevented her from stabilizing. So I'll go ahead and do a constitution saving throw for her right now. And then I'll let you take one more action. And unless you can get her up, I will, I'm going to have you do one action. I'm going to let you have two actions, actually. And then I'll do her uh, constitution saving throw again. All right. Um... Let me see if she stabilizes really quick. I can't think of any way to bring her back unless I, uh... Okay, so she takes know. one point of damage. 
Snore, snore. Snore, snore, snore. I mean, she's no, not snoring, me. she's, but like, I can't. <laughs> are you asleep? Ah, oh, God. I'm I mean, gonna. Maybe, maybe if I snore you? harder. Are there any. Wait, hold on, hold on. He will figure something out. Oh, my God. I'm gonna use my action to move over towards Nestle, or my movement to, towards Nestle. I'm gonna stand on this creature. I don't know what it's called. This The Dulderk. Um, the Dibbly Duke. The Dulderk. Um. Um. And I'm going to um, uh, touch Nestle. I don't know how to wake him up. He's unconscious right now. Until you get him up to uh, oh shit, up from I his have... negative, he I'm he won't. Pretty wake sure up. I have a potion on me. Nestle, do you have a potion on you? Uh, are you actually asking me? Yeah, because I don't <laughs> I remember. Have, remember? Uh, okay, last time we recorded. Have, let's see, four moderate cure wounds. I'm going to steal those from you. Put in your goddamn mouth. Yeah, uh, since I, I don't actually... I'm going to just assume I don't have any. Um, <laughs> I'm going to steal his. Title. Well, I don't remember. Uh, I did write it down, but I got a new computer oh, okay, between okay. now and then. Well, you saved it on the... Uh, yeah, what here's the it? new rule here. If your information is not on row 20, then you don't have anything. Yeah. Um, Alright, so I'm going to be uh, stealing one of Nestle's uh, potions, uh, the moderate is ones. Is it an and... extract or is it a potion? It's a regular potion. What do you call it? Don oh, yeah. gave me so much, and then everybody else were giving me some. And oh I was no! Just like... Yeah, I'm one. The ruling on that, I've not been doing it correctly. Y'all should not have that many potions. I know. And I was just like, um, I I'm just gonna well, drink I'll let my you moderate keep two my, of those uh, my extracts instead. You want to say three of those? Because I'm about to use one of those bad boys on them. Yes, I have a wand. Well, are you gonna role play on you? You don't need Anya. You need Siobhan. Yeah, but we all... Oh, Siobhan or Anya can do it. Yeah, but I gotta get Anya okay, or uh, Siobhan a, oh, alive. Uh, oh, duh. I can use your... I'm stupid. I thought... <laughs> wait, I have a question. <laughs> it's me, it's yeah. magic device, right? Yes. Okay. Can I technically do it? Hold on. No, you can't. We already oh, discussed okay. this, haven't we? That's the only thing. I'm I not take one of sure. Neffel's potions. Um... I think you might be able to do it. Because technically, I... I know alchemists can, according to like the wording on on how to use wands or like, yeah, using wands like this wording in there that makes it that technically alchemists can use them. Mm-hmm. An investigator, I guess, it's half. You are half, half alchemist, alchemist half, there. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would make just to be on the safe side. I would make you do a use magic device roll. I'll just make it pretty low. Okay. But Siobhan and Anya for sure will be able to do this. Use the wand. I mean, that's what I mean, though. Use magic device. So who do you want to bring up first? Asan? I'm going to bring up Siobhan because I think that would might... She she has magic, and I we've already discussed at some point that... Um, I mean... Magic good. Yeah, magic good. Uh, I think Asad kind of thinks about kind of thinks about it and realizes that she might be the best person to use it because he remembers the shock and grasp. Mm-hmm. Um, the most magic that Nestle has ever done is like blurred himself out. Hey, hey, hey. Um, <laughs> hey. <laughs> you've never blasted magic from your hand, dude. You've never created a... You, you've never created a lightning. Yes, I have. You, you don't have <laughs> <laughs> lightning from your hands. I mean, it could be a bottled lightning. I mean, right. if you give them like some wool sock and a carpet, you can probably do some shocking. <laughs> okay, Ed. 
Zappity zap zap. I'm gonna try shocking grasp. It's like you're not a you're not a spellcaster. Oh yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's worse than the goddamn time in Dragon Tales when the kids wanted to be dragons, like for real. And so then the dragon Ketzel's like, I mean, uh, you can just uh, you have some salsa, and it's like you have fire breath. <laughs> that's not I what he sounds like, but you get what I'm trying to say. Remember that. <laughs> But that's funny. <laughs> at, the, at first, I thought you were going to say there's an episode where they actually turn into dragons. I was like, wait, I do not remember that episode whatsoever. No. They use their imagination okay. because that's what the whole goddamn show is about. Anyways, I, uh, uh, I take Is that what of, LARPing uh, is in this world? Can, well, can you there are LARP? people... Well, there are people in our world who pretend they're Japanese, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to iterate. These people are not Japanese. <laughs> Anyways, I'm taking one of Nestle's potions and giving it to Siobhan. Uh, right. 1d4 or 8? I don't remember. It's been a month. Um, 1d8 plus wait, 4? Wait, which potion are you taking? The moderate one. Moderate? Cure light. Moderate. Moderate, I think, is 2d8 plus... If it's the one Anya made, it's 2d8 plus 5. Um, can I use the other one? The one that has just slightly less? That is... Do you have a light? Cure light? Uh, uh hey, Justin, you got a cure light on you? Yeah. I'm going to use that Roll one. Roll a 1d6. Oh, I don't know, right? I can't tell them apart, goddammit. <laughs> 52. 52? Okay, you you grab the light. Okay, I, I'm a bad D&D player. I don't know how much that is. 1d8 plus Yes, 1d8 two? plus 5. 5. If it's the one Anya made, then 7. Yes. 7? Okay, she was only Look down up. 1. So, yeah, she did. <gasps> <sighs> What happened? What's going on? Am I dead? No, we're barely alive. And she looks around to see all of the the dead bodies around her. It's like, how? How did you make it? Oh. And she stands up. It's like, your friends, are they okay? <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't know yet, honestly. I just, I'm just now kind of reeling. <laughs> Are they up? Do you, do you have any more potions? We need to bring I, them up. Uh, Anya has the one, doesn't she? Yes. Wait, so you grabbed the the lesser potion from me? Yeah, I did. Okay, not the mod. No, we rolled because I didn't know what the, how to tell the fucking difference. Neither me nor my, nor my character. Um, that's we have a lot in common, apparently. <laughs> um. I think uh, 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 Nestle still has a few more potions left, but Anya also has a wand. I don't know if she... Fuck Anya. Um, Siobhan, can you bring back Nestle? I gotta go get Anya down from the stairs. Yes, I will carry this poor boy. And she walks over and, like, takes, like, a little piece of her dress off the bottom end. And she kind of, like, starts, like, wiping a little bit of the blood off him, like, not pulling out like the small piece of the glasses glass that like impaled your body, but she starts like yanking some of the bigger pieces and picks you up and um drops you down the stairs. She what Wait, is she she what me down the stairs? Yeah, she drops you down the stairs. Ah, I'm the bad guy. Minute. Now she puts you on the on the top uh, she lays you down right here. I saw it, do you run to Anya? Yeah, I'm gonna try and see if I can uh, help her out. Okay. Um, As so you run down, Tanya, 
Uh, she is at the bottom of the steps of this first like little incline, whatever. And you see like her her body is like twisted, and you see like a huge dent on the wall where you can presume she had her head in. Oh, jeez. Um, I'm gonna try and see if I can, um... I mean, can I do a heel check to see how bad she is? Or can I just know? Yeah, you can, if you like. You see her... If you try to see if she's alive, you see that she's breathing. Like... I want to know a little bit beyond just breathing. Barely breathing, but she's breathing. I gotta roll the date. Uh, nope. <laughs> no. You're not... You're not... Skilled in the world of medicine. No, I'm not. But, uh... Anya! Anya! She is not waking up. Uh, She's barely breathing. Uh, I, uh, try to find her wand. I assume it's, like, in her... In one of her, uh, pockets. You know, the one she has all her shit first. Before you start uh, grabbing. Well, it's just like the... This is like the genie wish from Aladdin, <laughs> where he brings, uh, Aladdin back. And, like, he... Then there was never an I wish, but it was assumed that it was an okay thing to do. <laughs> Um, that's what this is. Okay. Alright. So, you start digging through some of her pockets. Um, I'll find some loose gravy in there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you, I mean, no, you find, like, a little bit of loose materials. So, there's, like, a little bit of, like, powders here and there. Maybe you, you poke yourself, like, some sharp stuff she has in one of her pockets. But, uh, no, eventually you, you find the wand. Okay. Um. Siobhan! Siobhan! You see her. She's at the top of the stairs. Uh, I hold the wand up. I assume there's not really good lighting, so this is a a really weird visual. Like, I'm in the darkest part of this crevice. (laughs) I'm, like, looking up at her, like, fucking uh, Pennywise in the the sewer. That's creepy. Why why are you being creepy? Because I like to be descriptive when I say things sometimes. I'm Mm -hmm. kind of an attention whore. Um... I made a fucking podcast. What did you think? <laughs> Anyways, um, he's holding up the wand and he's just, Siobhan, do you know how to use this? Why do I sound like a fucking old, apparently as exhausted as I sounds like an old like, man. I, okay, I, I thought maybe. It's been a month Assad since we recorded. He's gotten old. Went through some kind of puberty maybe? I don't know. Second puberty. Is that, what, is that what elves mid- call adults? Crisis, get, is, dude. That's what's happening. Is that what elves call humans getting old? <laughs> oh, look at him. He's going through second puberty. He's got the wrinkles and everything. Uh, I, I show her the wand and I uh, ask her if she knows what it does. Well, you know what the wand does. But she grabs Well, I mean, no, like, no, no, okay, let me rephrase it. I'll ask her if she knows how to use the wand. I did ask the wrong question, I'm sorry. <laughs> she tells you, yes, uh, she thinks she can do... If you tell her what it is, she's like, okay, yeah, I think I should be able to do this. Who do you want to heal first? That's her choice now. <laughs> <laughs> she's in control of the wand. But, uh, I want to say, I'm not playing her character, I'm only doing what you want me to do with her. Damn. Okay. Siobhan, I need you... Uh, I need you to see if Anya's still alive. I, I can't, uh, not alive, but I, I need you to see if you can still bring Anya back because she's, she looks really bad. She hit, I'm pretty sure that she, her hit, her head hit this hole right here. That's where this is from and I like point at it. So she must have been hit pretty hard. God, 
how did she even end up down down here? I kicked her in, but don't worry about that too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kicked her. You know what? It's a long story. Let me. I'll tell you this after after this. Just, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> I didn't. I did. My I John Vadangas didn't say that, but Assad definitely did. <laughs> with all these questions are you a lawyer do i need a lawyer do i need to call a lawyer it's like no i was just asking a simple question (laughs) um okay let me see okay so you want her to try to bring back anya first so 1d8 plus one uh that is an eight and okay so she does this and she doesn't see anya get back up so she tries. So she goes. She goes and hits her. Ooh, sorry. She goes and hits her one more time with the wand. So okay, as she hits her one more time with the wand, um, you see a lot of her wounds have are closing up now. Uh, majority of them are closed up. Maybe she still has a, a small little scrapes here and there. Uh, she did have a giant gash on the uh, side of her head. It has been closed up now. Uh, there is like, it will leave a scar. So, hey, Don, your character has a scar now. She's nope. a badass. <laughs> I wonder how he's going to feel about that. I think he'll feel fine because uh, most of her body is already fucked up from backstories, though. Uh, true. Um, and you see her uh, as... As the light from this magic, like, finally dissipates from Anya's body, you hear her go, <coughs> Like, she, you see her breathing a little bit. Take her quick, quicker breaths. But she is still out. And she she turns to look at you, and she goes like, I, I, I don't think she's dying, but she, she's not waking up. Do you want me to keep going? I mean, why isn't it working? Um, he's gonna... I know he can't do this, but... He's gonna try to... He's gonna try to... He's he's just gonna, like... Well, he, since he can't really do anything about it, he kind of, like... Get, uh, panics a little bit, and he, uh, grabs Siobhan's hand and puts it up to her, uh... Up to Anya a little bit closer. And he's, like, shaking her, and he's like, Why isn't it working? She's... She has really nothing to say. It's like, I'll keep going. I'll keep going. And hits her again. And once again, she is overcome with magic. She's still breathing. Um, Well, her breathing isn't sporadic anymore. More just of calm breaths here and there now. All the wounds have closed up now. Majority of them now. Uh, Still have quite a few bruisings on her, but those might be something that might not easily disappear with the magic or the help with the magic but Anya's not waking up she should be awake by now these things look whenever whenever the whenever I've seen her use it, it it usually brings somebody back up from something like this I, I don't know what to say I'm, I'm, I'm not a medic I I don't I I don't know much about healing people i'm not that type of person maybe the wand i i don't know she runs up to blue and hits blue with 
Boop, you gain back four HP. Four? Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. And blue, you're up. Sod, <laughs> your friend here, the blue one, he, he's up. You're good. You good, buddy? Uh, uh... Don't don't move. You don't you don't have to move. Lay still. And she pops a few more. She's gonna do five total. Five total. Oh. No, she's Ooh. gonna pop the one five times. That's fourteen. That is plus five. Nineteen HP. Okay. Get up. You guys look a little damaged, don't you? A little bit? <laughs> Just a little bit. Uh, maybe we should come back here later. Blue, I, I'm sorry. She doesn't remember her name. It's like, uh, you're uh, Nestle, correct? I think I remember you said your name was Nestle. Yes. Uh, Siobhan, correct? Yeah, yes. I, I don't think we just outright leave your, your friend here. Anya. She's not waking up. And I don't know if, Assad, you ran up to Blue or not. If not, you just see Assad like, kneeling at Anya's body. I put my hand on Assad's shoulder and I... Uh, and then I try to get to Anya, essentially. You whisper into his ear. It's your fault. Huh? <laughs> 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 Nothing you're good. Wait, why did I whisper in his ear? No, it's no, your you're fault. Good, you're good. <laughs> you don't say that. You don't have that much power over us. <laughs> I do whisper. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I strangle a, a, I just a like, strangle nestle. In my head, I'm just like, see what you've done, Assad. <laughs> Look at what well, you've done. Are you going to start talking to him now? No. <laughs> oh. Okay, sure. I'll, let, I'll talk to him. Step aside. Damn. Yeah, now you sound like uh, you sound like prequel uh, Nestle. <laughs> <laughs> prequel. <laughs> I'm more fan of the original. The prequel had too many uh, talking moments, Yeber yabbering. I, I want more fight scenes. <laughs> oh god. Um, <laughs> our last episode was our was our ten minute uh, uh, fight scene uh, on the on the magma planet. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll only ever have one of those looks like you heard that guys no more big long fight scenes <laughs> all the fights you can end like in five minutes oh god alright okay, so I, I do actually step aside pacifist run I stumble towards Anya and then I do a heal check heal check okay go for it okay let me pull it up and I got 17 total 17 total. Okay. For you, not saying that you rode low or anything like that, but for you, Nestle, she seems perfect. Nothing wrong with her. She is breathing normally. You try to test her heartbeat. You grab her arm. You know, put your hand on her, on her neck. And you even... Probably even put your your ear to her chest, and she has a stable, stable heartbeat. Hmm. She's just not waking up. I say to Assad. Oh, I don't. I don't say to Assad. I say to the general vicinity that's near me. 
Wow, you cold bitch. <laughs> I think she's in a coma. <clears throat> Can, do I have to do a check to know what a coma is? <laughs> I really didn't want to say that, but I... <laughs> um, I would say it doesn't take... I, I know a... you... Maybe she'll wake up someday. With a nine heel check, can I know what a coma is? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't take a medical <clears throat> expert to understand this. Anyone who is knowledgeable and just... The world of magic itself, or someone in Nestle's position, is like Nestle's character is very knowledgeable, high intelligence stuff. Um, you know that magic can only do so much. Um, while it can heal physical wounds, it doesn't always mean you can heal men uh, mental wounds or heal the brain. Assad, you saw where she landed. She hit that that wall hard. You kicked her into it. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. You know what you were doing. I, I, I won't say it like that. You were trying to keep her safe. And you did. You, you kept her safe. She is alive because of the de decision you made. She's alive. But, I mean, there was a consequence for that decision, though. She, if she was, if she was awake while you had pushed her down the stairs, she could have a lot more control on the way she was going to land, in a sense. Because that's just logic, you know. If you fall down the stairs, you have a little bit more control about how you're gonna hit. Uh, now, when you throw, say, a you know little ragdoll dummy down the stairs, those things are gonna hop around each step like it, there's no tomorrow. Sadly, this wasn't that situation. She, her body was already limp. She was unconscious already. You pushed her down the stairs. To keep her safe from the explosion of the soul, soul sliver. And you did. She survived because of your choice. But, I mean, she suffered other forms of injury. A blow to the head like that, you dented that wall pretty good. Mm. But uh, she is out. Siobhan asks, like, I saw you look... You look bad. Let me, let me, let me cast a few, or let me spend a few of the, the wand to bring you back up. So she pops five more. Uh, saw 20, yeah. So that'd be 22 plus five, 27. Plus Can 27. Make, let me, let me make but a heal check on you, her. On whom? Let's see on, uh... Oh. Actually, you know what? I'm just gonna say it. Uh, how are you feeling, Siobhan? My crap. But, I mean, if it's not a problem, I was gonna use some of these charges on these wands on myself as well. 
Unless you have a problem with it. Snatch the one out of her hand. No! These are my charges! We spent our money on it! We didn't spend money on it. <laughs> I mean, you tell you, I, I did spend money on it. Yeah, I bought this did one. Did we? Yeah. We bought this one? Yep. When? Oh, with Dawn? Uh, before I came to the fort. Oh. Dang, Dawn has some. Dawn is really good at buying things. I thought y'all talked it all over. We did talk it all over. It's just that Don is good at buying things, so he was paying more attention to it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why he's the, uh, what's called the sales. I was about to say the cartographer, and I realized that was the wrong thing. For the, did you say photographer? I was going to say cartographer, and then I realized that's a oh, map no. maker. <laughs> he's probably he's a good map maker, too. Uh so, um, the wand has 22 charges left. So, do you wanna heal up? She, if you okay, if you okay it, she's gonna use the wand on herself as well. I'm fine with it. But, I don't know how angry Don will be. What can I say? He, he can get over it. Um, hey, I know that, uh, we love this whole, you know, thing that's going on right now, but, like, at some point, it's just gonna get kind of, like, it, it's getting kind of weird, you know? Like, we're just, mm -hmm. we're... This is Mopey Town. That's what this is. Can we jump yeah. cut to the next scene? <laughs> I'm waiting on Young. I'm I'm okay with whatever I, decision like we I said, make. I, even though I am controlling this character, I'm not playing the game. Right. I mean, like I'm looking at this from like a perspective of like uh uh as like an as like a I okay so uh short short story quick I guess short story even quicker I'm making it longer by saying these words. Um, whenever I internalize this in my head, I kind of imagine it like one of those TV shows that, like, lasts for, like, an hour. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like those, uh, those, uh, uh, drama shows. Which is funny, because I've never really seen any of them. I've only seen bits and pieces. But the way, when I imagine this, I imagine it like one of those kinds of shows. Like the, um, like the Netflix, like, Daredevil. Like, kind of like that, kind of like, it's, it's drama you'd see on Netflix. That's how I feel like it is. And so, mm -hmm. like, the tone of this, to me, it's like, oh, everything's all, everything's bad and shit and whatever. And then Star Wipes, not Star Wipes, that's, like, fucking weird. But it, like, fades out and fades back into, like, the, um, uh, back to the sleep, uh, the sleepless agency. Which is kind of like what I was hoping we do, but I don't didn't know how to articulate it. Other than, let's go. <laughs> okay, so I, I get what you mean. <clears throat> this is too gloomy, you want another Star Wipes somewhere a bit more happier. Yeah, to like our base of operations, maybe. So we start wipe, and you guys are staying over Cthulhu's body. The adventure path is now over as you celebrate the death of Cthulhu. Is that what you're looking for? That's exactly what I was looking for. I think we jumped a couple of books, though. <laughs> Wait, shit. <clears throat> shit. Let me, let me backtrack. Okay. Like I said, just tell me what you want while we continue. There is... This portion of the fort left to continue uh, searching. Uh, for all you know, there is no one left. Um, well, at least the big bad guys are are dead. There is uh, you still have not located Accuser Amir, which sucks. So if you want to come back for that, uh, I guess we can do that. Uh, but you also, I guess, come with the uh, the price of the fort being refilled with people. So, this is all up to y'all, whatever y'all want to do, whatever your next action wants to be. Siobhan, to, basically this is what Siobhan is going to be telling you. It's like, 
if you want. Um, the fort seems to be empty now. We can, if you wish, I can stay here, watch over Anya. If you want to see if you can find Accuser Amir, or we'll just head out now. Whatever you wish, I can. I can continue topping you off with a few more of the, um, a few more of the spell that the wands hold. I, I don't think it has much left. Mechanically speaking, has seventeen charges left. But um, I think well, I'm we sorry, need to make our choice here, now. Bro? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to, we need to make a decision now. No. Oh. Okay. So, is there any? Is there anywhere safe nearby that we can put Anya while we try and find Omir? I mean, I know she was dead set on finding her, and I mean, that's the least I could There's do. Just this room. That's it? I have not been in... Uh, I'm sorry. Don't mean to raise my voice. Uh, you guys are the one that's been through the asylum. I have only been on been two floors. The basement in here. Hey, really quick. Out of character. Did we... Okay, so the only there were the people that we saved in the basement, right? Mm-hmm. There, there was a little the boy. boy, and then there was the other play, The other way we went was the well. Was that right? Yes. And we, I thought I heard screaming, and it was the boy. Yes, that was the boy. That was the boy. Okay. Okay. Uh, there was no female in the bottom, in the basement, right? Uh, no. The boy said there was one who fit Accuser Amir's description, description but she was okay. taken <clears throat> by men in yellow robes um we might as well i say uh we might as well search the rest of this place i guess maybe i'll find some clues about accuser omir or clues. uh blues clues <laughs> wow whoa justin <laughs> are you mad at me too or is it just nestle and assad did that transfer over no, i was just i was just joke. <laughs> it was just okay. a joke. Calm down. <laughs> okay, so she will offer to continue healing you if y'all wish to continue. If not, we can head back. Do you want to finish topping your guys off? Finish it up. Okay. Yeah. Five more to Assad. You get 25. Nice. Five more to uh, Blue. Oof. You get 32. Go do five more to Assad. If you have more, I only need, like, one more. Uh, say that. Assad, uh, you take 28 more. There is exactly three, sorry, two charges left. Alright. Who wants them? I mean, I'll take them. Alright, wait, wait, hold on. Wait a minute. Assad, did you add your health Oh, god damn it. I, I typed in 25 instead of adding 20. Fuck! I'm pretty sure I'm in full of Alright, and then if he's not at it, I was like, I can take one. Uh, three. I'm way past full. Let me, you, let me just. You do not have more <laughs> than what you currently. Oh, okay, can you're hold. at full. I, I'll take the rest of the charges then. Give me another one. Give me another round. Give me another one? Oh, she was going to Actually, oh, wait. That was um, plus another one. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, so, so one more. Oh, just to gonna, top it off. I was going to keep this one. Unless we want to use them on Anya. Five. I mean, I don't know how long Anya's going to be gone. Well, she was going to try to use this for herself since she's. Oh, gonna, yeah, that's right. Unless you want her to accompany you. Because she's actually going to stay to uh, protect Anya. Alright. Sure, she can use it for herself. So, uh, Siobhan's going to grab Anya by the legs and just pull her up the stairs. You just hear. Uh, I'll help her up. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. Like, and you know, bring her up. And she lays Anya 
Alright, hold on. I'm going to look after both of them real quick, and I'm just going to do heal check on Siobhan. I, like, might. Um, I want I to mean, see, like, how low is she? She is... She's not full. She's not health. Is she's she not... about more than half? She is more than half. Okay, then I don't really care. Holy <laughs> 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 oh gosh, did Assad rub off on everyone on you or something? Uh, we uh, have to search the bodies. Yes. But before I do that, I'm going to take out... I'm going to use my potion on Anya, so that way when Don comes back, he'll have... He won't be at, like, low health. Okay, I thought, are you going to be searching the bodies, or are you going to be... Ugh. Or, or, I'm okay with searching any non-humanoid bodies, so... Alright, well, there's, a That's Anya. For Anya, and then I'm going to, uh, search their bodies. Hey, ya boy never roll... uh, Because ya boy, uh, plays a character who doesn't search for bodies. I don't know what the fucking roll. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Uh, wait. (laughs) Yeah, I know you don't search for bodies, but... What would you search? I'm I'm searching for, for whatever searching for bodies gives me. Oh yeah, that's right. They're all, most of them are human. Yeah, you got scum. The non. You still got yeah. the whatever remains from the social I'm okay without body. One. Sure. Um, and you also have the two guards. Nope. Nope. Not the guards. They are too humanoid, and I'm not gonna search that. They are human. Yeah, I know they're they're human. Very human. I'm not touching them. Cause no, you said humanoid because technically the scum is humanoid. <sighs> I'm just saying, you have to be very specific. With what well, you're for sure, the soul sliver isn't isn't humanoid right now, so I'm okay with with searching that one. I mean, she exploded. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, she's. All right, everyone, just give me a perception check. Uh, Twenty-one. Okay. Uh. All right. Twenty-eight. Twenty. Okay. So, uh, so since you said you're going to be searching the soul sliver's body because you think that's the most fun you can have, is Digging through nope. an innocent nope. body. Mm, nope. Um, uh, it 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 threatened to kill my family. You have you find two short swords. Also, you find uh, if you clear out a little bit of whatever remains of her body, since it's all basically glass, kind of. You try to carefully do it because you don't want to poke yourself with anything. Uh, you see a uh, an amulet. Hmm. I grab it. Oh, it's not gonna like shock me or anything, is it? Uh, I don't know. Um. Uh, okay. Uh, blue. Uh, on the guards, you eat, you find uh masterwork long swords on both of them, and okay. you also find that they were also wielding uh masterwork longbows, each one with twenty arrows. So two masterwork longswords and longbows. And then 40 arrows in total. Also, uh, are, will you, Assad, be searching the scum? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Alright, I'll let him search the scum. I'll, search I'll, the dog, I'll roll over your perception for that. Um, he is wearing a chain, uh, a chain shirt. Uh, you also find that he around his neck is also an amulet. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you also see a ring of keys on his side. Now, unless um, you have um, detect magic um, or anything like that, uh, you won't be able to know what 
all these if any of this stuff is magical. All of the stuff is magical? Magic keys. You won't know I see. until you have someone. Oh well, you said it though, my friend. Um I I know what you're trying to say. Um I I uh, collect all the stuff that he has that you described, and I look at Nestle and I hold up the amulets. Uh Nestle um is Siobhan still here? I keep forgetting. Yep, she's standing in the okay. corner. She's right here. Siobhan, Nestle, check this out. Yes. Do you think that maybe the uh, soul sliver was controlling the scum with this? Or is there any connection? Or there's like a symbolic I, I, thing going on? Is this a cult I thing? I think so. I, I, I don't know. Uh, can any of y'all detect magic? Can you detect magic? Yes, I can. Then why did you ask one of us first? Uh, let me just, let me just, got, no, it's fine. I wanted to know if you guys had that skill. I don't have that skill. I'm just good at, I'm sorry. I'm just angry right now. I'm very I passive know. about it nowadays. I, I understand. Contrary to what. It's understandable. Okay. Okay. Can, can, take, can you, can you take the breath. Hey, okay. hi, hey, Justin, so how she about tells you shut you... the fuck up? <laughs> 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 Refer to me in my character name, thank you very much. Siobhan. <laughs> oh, I think you said John. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, god, John! I know you can't. John, get out! Okay. You're a timeout right now. Fine. Scolding a player for no reason. Okay, she asks you. Okay, if you have any magical items, just please lay them on the floor. She'll, she'll detect magic on them. So, I will give you the opportunity. If any of y'all have any magical items you want her to check, I I'll go ahead and do it now. I honestly don't even know what I have that's magical or not. <laughs> I think, I think they're in Anya's body. Yeah, do you want to yeah, rifle th through his stuff to get him? Uh, or rifle through her stuff to get him? I probably should. Okay. That way, Don, we can just know what they do and just get it. Yeah, I'll, I'll say you did. Yeah, let's just do that. That way we just know what everything is. Okay. And then, like, later on, when he comes back, he, we can just be like, oh, that's in your inventory. Okay. So, she casts the tech magic, and she says, okay, whoa. Wow, a lot of this stuff has magical powers to it. Let me see if I can, uh, if I can identify what's what's all this about. Okay, and so she, I'll just read down the list. That is enough to find out what everything is. Okay, so Assad, I said you found two swords. Uh, they're two short swords, and they're both plus one short swords. Uh, write that down on the list, please. I'm roll for it. Give me a sec. Yeah. Hold on. The amulet. I'm just going to repeat that. I'm just going to type it in. Uh, <laughs> can you say that one more time for me? Plus one. You found two plus one short swords. The, those were the weapons that the soul sliver was. Oh, okay, okay. I got that. The amulet you found on the soul sliver's body is a amulet of natural armor plus one. No, you didn't, because you said it was to control these guys. Yeah, I know, but that's what Asada would think. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the guards don't have any magical items on them. Uh, there's nothing on the dog or anything like that. It's a dog, the... David. It doesn't have possessions. You don't know what the dog can or cannot have. Uh, I, it could have had a dog collar of, like, plus five strength. You don't know. So, uh, Siobhan pulls out a headband. Uh, this was the, this was a headband that, uh, you found with this scum that had the electricity, uh, 
magic stuff happening. Uh, she tells you that the headband is a headband of alluring charisma plus two. I don't think any of y'all use charisma skills, but yeah, it would sure to help me out though with my plus seven charisma. My seven charisma. Don't worry, I'm not much better. My eight charisma. <laughs> <laughs> and then she she looks through. And she she points out that this scum that's in this room has, damn it. Okay, I was gonna try to use up your wand. She sends more magic coming from the scum. Mm. From the scum? From the scum? Yeah. Did we not check the scum? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I wanna go back in there and yeah, make sure uh, I we'll check everything. I put my hand in his chest and wiggle it around and find his pacemaker. What am I doing? <laughs> Okay, if you go up there, uh, and I'll let you have it since you know there's magic there. Um, he has, you find a wand. And it's a wand of cure light wounds. It was up his butt. Um, Okay, but where was it really? Wait. <laughs> up his wait, butt. Wait, David. Uh, no, I just forgot. Actually, I forgot he had that. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I, I, I didn't see it. Because it's under a diff- It's I read gear, and it's under other gear he has. So, and that's like, that bled into the second page. Mm. And so I didn't see oh, that. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, you find he has a, um, a wand of Cure Light Wounds. It has 30 charges left. And the chain shirt he has is a plus one chain shirt. Um, I don't know if you want to put that on or not. And the amulet you found that he was wearing was an amulet of mighty fist plus one. Mm, mighty fist plus what? <laughs> mighty what? Mighty fist plus what? That doesn't matter. Uh, I want to know how strong my beefy boy is gonna uh, might get the potential. You're like trying to bring me back. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and other than the keys, that's everything that's magical. Is it plus two? I didn't hear you. Plus one. Plus one. Okay. Running that down. Well, I'm assuming you want the Mighty Fist one. Oh, yeah. I mean, if somebody else might benefit from it, though, it's also that. Nestle reaches out to hand it to you, and as soon as you grab it, he pulls it back and goes like, no! Uh, like, wait, wait, hold on. So if we're both holding the amulet, do we each get plus half strength? Why are you wearing it? <laughs> Gosh. What? We both get plus half the strength of the have, amulet. So you have it. It's like Shaolin Showdown. We have to fight over it now. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the, what they okay. say. It's like Yang Ning Tempire Zaman. That is everything. What amulet do I am I wearing right now? Hold on. It's a, wait. Hold on. You hold have the, a time out. Of natural armor. I think. Do do amulets? Can you only wear one amulet and get the power from one amulet? Only wear. I think you can only wear one. Somebody, hey, somebody out there in Pathfinder or uh, or Wizards of the Coast for Dungeons and Dragons, make an amulet class that lets you have infinite amulets. <laughs> I don't know what you thought. You, you have to read second edition then because they they limit how many magical stuff you can have. That's you why you make ten. someone. No, but that's for, that's for everyone. You can only have ten magical items. That's counting potions and wands. Alright, I made the class. It's called Amulet Enchanter. Stop. No! Never! Okay, and so where do you wish to continue? I want to go to the Sleepless Agency, but I know that's not what we're supposed to do. Um, I know we have to finish this area, but we gotta keep Anya in, well, mostly Anya safe. 
Jesus Christ, what is that? Why does that bag have 5,399 health points? Out of zero. That's how much gold you have. (laughs) You gave us a bag? Yeah, I don't keep track of anything, so I have to do it for y'all. Well... If I were to tell you how much gold pieces you had before I showed you this bag, can you honestly answer me that question? My computer was destroyed, remember? Okay. So that's a no. to, To be honest... Don was keeping track. <laughs> we got rid of him. I mean, he's not here right now. God damn it. Also, <laughs> I don't know why he said uh, it like that. Like, like it was weird because like every time we talked about shit, like gold, right? We didn't necessarily say how much we would take of it to like between ourselves. We would just be like, yeah, we have that we much have, gold, and then we we'd move on without with talking bag. about it. And this happened every time. What are we? Look, here's the thing. I'm really used to this communist like approach where I don't have to keep track of shit because I just get what I want when I need it, and I never ask for anything. You see how this works out? (laughs) (laughs) Now, okay. So, where where do I already want to go? Uh, okay. Actually, that chain skirt. Is that chain shirt? Oh, chain chain shirt. shirt I wrote chain shirt. Shirt. I just wrote. I just read it wrong. Uh, I want to slap that headband on. What does it look like? Um, it's uh, oh, God. Well, the guy is actually wearing it in his picture thing. It it is a it's a blue, uh, more like an aqua green uh, headband, mm-hmm. uh, with a little bit more on the bluer side of the of the aqua green, um, and it has what it looks like. Like a lime green waves on it. Okay, now hear me out, please, please, please. Just almost like in the shape of like a a a cobblestone pathway. Okay, David, please for the love of Christ, Mm -hmm. let me have this. Please, 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 please. I know this is you're from the hidden cobblestone village. No, no, no. Please, 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 let me have this. Please, please, please. I want to because it's a headband. I'm assuming it is... I already want to say no to this. It is a very long piece of fabric. (laughs) Or not. I don't know how long it is. That doesn't matter too much. I want to... And here's the thing. In real life, my brothers fold their bandanas into, into like, bracers. I want to do that. It still takes up... It'll take up the, the, the slot of the fucking bandage I took off. And also my head slot. Just so it'll mechanically fit your your uh you know the, what the game demands. I won't I put anything on my head. I'm only I, uh, like, I, know, I know what you really okay. want to do. To activate a head bandana, you have to wear it on your head. I know what you're saying. I understand. Yes. I understand yes. that mechanically speaking. You're, yes, so you're asking me to bend the rules. Oh my god! This is why my flavor. friends want to play Pathfinder. Right? <laughs> yes. This is, David, remember earlier when you were like, don't scare your friends away. This is the shit I'm talking about. In my defense, who would ask for this? Anybody, it's a game of imagination. It's called When you tell them you have a head banana, their first thing is, wait, can I make it a hand banana? (laughs) I'm going to wear like a necklace. That you won't be able to use your. Amulet. This is bullshit. <laughs> this is bullshit. Oh, I'll put well, it on my head. I'll take that amulet of natural armor then. Go Why ahead. I'm gonna put the amulet of my hand. Because it looks cool. 
You know what? How is it a head bandana? Yeah, you wrap it around like a... You wrap it you know, around. If you put it, if you put it in your hand. I will have to make you roll one d hundred every single time to make sure it doesn't rip. <laughs> that's that's fair. But okay. can I still, can I still look at the charisma from it or no? It's it looks cool. no, it's broken. Fine, I'll put it on my head. You heard it here first, folks. You still haven't answered my question. I wear the amulet. I'm putting it on go. like a normal headband. Fucking asking you to put a hat on your feet. Right, hey, so go ahead and, conference. everybody who's listening, go ahead and Google bandana bracelet and you'll see what I'm talking about. It's a common thing that people do. Well, yeah, then it's bracelet. Yeah, but it's an actual bandana you fold yourself. Why are we arguing about this? I already gave You're up. You're the one that wants to continue arguing I about I gave this. up. I, already, I said... <laughs> <laughs> like everything else I do in life, I gave up. <laughs> <laughs> You uh, still haven't told me where y'all want to go. Oh, I thought oh, you were no, asking I, me something I'm, I'm else. Like still, I'm still, like, trying to tally She already identified everything for you. You guys are pretty much healed up. Wait, that natural armor? Was that Karagor's? I mean, uh, not Karagor's. Was that Anya's? No, that was um, the Soul oh, Slivers. That's what we found, right? Yes. All of that is what we found, right? With the two of us combined, we have at least two-thirds of a person. <laughs> you know what? Screw it. I'll take the two short swords. <laughs> to fight... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, All you right. just take yeah. him. Alright, go ahead. Um, All right. I, yeah. yeah, let's... Siobhan, um, can you take care of Anya while we go find Omir? Or did you think that she's going to be safe here on her own? I'll, I'll watch her. Okay. I mean, you could always pop a blanket on her face and make it look like she's dead. I hope you're joking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, let's go on to the next room. <laughs> Oh yeah, I can get I can get rid of this now. Why are you getting rid of your crossbow? Because I don't have one. I'm actually confused. Never mind. His crossbow got it. eaten by the slime. Oh shoot! I forgot about that. I was just like, dang that that that's that sliver woman was cool. I'm gonna hold those twin daggers, just like I mean twin swords, like her. You probably keep penalties for that. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm not actually going to do it. Yeah, you walk out of the room, and all you see is basically an empty corridor. There is nothing in this general area. Uh, you do see a door at the far bottom left. And if you turn the corner, you can actually see another door right next to that, more on the um, left side of this. You do see a hallway continuing down. For both ends. And you see a staircase. That leads up to a second. A third floor. But you see that it leads up to just one room on the third floor. There's a there's a there's this thing that goes to the third floor, right? Yeah, third floor. And third floor comprises just one room. Uh, and then you see. If you walk down to the bottom of the corridor here. Or this room here. You see two doors. Alright, do you want to just check up there really quick? Because it's only one, it's only one door. Yeah, let's go to the tower, or whatever this yeah, thing is. Alright, I closed these two doors before I leave, though. Uh, I say pa passwords, but yin yin. <laughs> As I leave. Um, okay, so you walk up. Uh, the door is currently locked. We have the keys. I have keys! <laughs> you have keys? Yes! 
How do you get keys? And the, I, like I said, with the two of us combined, we make at least two thirds of a person. <laughs> <laughs> I put the keys in the in the in the keyhole. Okay, right. and um, it takes you. There's there are a few keys in there, but you open it up. Nice door opens up. Oh goddamn! I forgot I have to actually move my character token everywhere. Uh, this room is furnished with uh, a double bed, two chests, and a small table, a couple of stools. <laughs> the room contains a uh, bulky steel safe. Um, its doors, uh, the doors on the safe are completely open. There is a fireplace that occupies the northern corner of this room. And you see the um, windows on the um, nor- on the northern side of the walls, which are currently um, closed uh, with are closed by some like torn up uh, curtains. Also, reeks of rotten water. All right, so check for traps. Uh, give me a perception. Did you have advantage on that or something? Yeah, I think I get a plus one. I think it's more than that, but uh, what's your roll? On that one. You don't see any but traps. twelve. See the oh, the cool thing about second edition is that when you want to roll for like traps and stuff like that, the DM actually rolls it for you. I rolled the twenty-one. Did I see anything? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Wait, <don't> see <laughs> I rolled a twenty-one. This is why in second edition the path the the DM rolls the check for the player because if you roll a natural one and you and the you know DM says you find nothing and you're like shit I roll bad we're gonna stay here for another hour searching for traps and if you roll until you get like a high number or until you roll like a twenty then that's when they say that oh the player is satisfied by then but sometimes there's just no traps in the room but the players really think the DM is screwing with them, so they'll stay in that room until they f- until they get, like, a really good roll. So that's what the DM rolls for right now, in 2nd edition. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. But, yeah, you find... <laughs> but, yes. Even though you get out shit, you still find nothing. No traps. My friend rolls my stealth. <laughs> and it's 5th edition. I feel weird by it. Uh, anyways. You know, no traps. Even if I... Hey, there's no traps in here, guys. <laughs> and then... I fall into one. Anyway, they open a chest. What the fuck? You can't DM yourself like that. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, chests. They're just filled with just torn up clothes. Torn up clothes. Yeah. Okay, I'll check the vault. I guess the vault was said... open already. There's nothing Wait, in there. What's inside the vault? Nothing. Okay, there was chest, a vault. What else was there? Two bed. A, a double bed. Double bed. Mm-hmm. Is there anything under the bed? Uh, a boogeyman. I see. I'm Don't joke around. Those things are real, dude. <laughs> like the two. There's fairy. nothing under the bed as well. All right. Well, I'm gonna get out of here then. So I think I checked everything, or at least I think I did. Okay. Where would you like to go next? Uh, I think that we should go to the nearest door, the one that's uh the one that's closest to us. We we presume that there's no one else left in here, right? Mm, no. That's what you think right now. There's no one else here. Okay. 
like in this whole area or at least for me you could tell no all right open the door here you go um okay the door is locked but i'm pretty sure you're gonna end up using the keys no matter what and so the door unlocks opens up and you see a a small room oh god there's like <clears throat> meat and stuff in that room okay so everything in this room it's just completely in disarray uh, you see overturned and broken furniture uh, littering the floor. A spray of dry blood marks the room's uh, wall stone. And uh, you see a mirror hanging in the eastern wall on top of the staircase in this room. I, I do rule number one of destroying this place. I destroy the mirror. <laughs> okay. The mirror shatters into pieces. You are now cursed with seven years of bad luck. I knew it. Oh no. <laughs> um, I kind of want to see that fireplace-looking thing. Oh wait, hold on. Let me search your traps. <laughs> Miss already walked in. I'm, I'm, I'm already in, dude. You already opened the door. Shh. That means nothing. I checked the fireplace. Can I, thirteen. Everyone, give me a perception check. Do I have to roll another one? I rolled a uh, thirteen. Uh, I want to be honest. I thought, okay. Uh, I thought you were searching for traps. Okay, I can do another one cool. Uh, 15. You want to keep your first one? Nah, I'm good with 15. <laughs> okay, uh, Blue, what did you roll? 17. 17. Okay. Uh, and you say you want to search the fireplace? Anything? Are you looking for anything in particular or. Uh, so when I have a quick question. Uh, when you when you do this, because I um I don't know how you do it, but when you search for like when you do like a, an investigative kind of like thing, perception, etc., um, insight. Do you? Uh, we've already played for so goddamn long, but I've never asked you this before. Do you give any benefits to like um, doing something specific, but like a minus to everything else? If you get what I'm saying. Um, I mean. Not really, unless you're using something to aid you, then I'll sometimes I'll give uh, you a bonus. But uh, what exactly are you trying to do? Uh, well, I'm trying to see if there's any, like, um, there's any, uh, in the fireplace, I'm trying to see if there's any information, like, uh, documents or something that have been burned here. Uh, any kind of, like, um, stuff that's been, like, uh, tampered with and left here, you know, to, like, cover up evidence. Uh, you know, because there's a bunch of data here. Like, if, if somebody got in here... And they saw something they didn't like. They can get rid of it, and it's the nearest fireplace to the uh, to uh, right downstairs. So that's what makes sense to me. That is very true. Um, it was the fireplace is not on. Uh, it, the picture does depict it as being on. It's not. No, so that's well, that's there, perfect because now I can yeah. see if there's anything that has been tried to be destroyed. <laughs> yeah. So if you dig through there to see, just dig through the ash that's left there, just to see if you can find any form of just paper that did not that survived the fire you don't see anything but again a everything could have just burned perfectly you're not you're not 100 percent sure uh but as as nestle is walking towards the fireplace you hear as like the as Assad is approaching the fireplace like while he in the path he was walking, somewhere where he was walking, you just heard. Uh, oh, okay. So there's like a trap door or something. There's something loose along the way. 
I think it was more of a. No, it was my. I'll stop on where Assad was going. Hey, give me another perception check. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay. Uh, you find. Okay, as you're walking, you put your feet down on one of the spots where you think Assad stepped, and you see the wood kind of bend, and you hear it like give a bit. I open that area. So you take, uh, say, like your short sword to see if you can pry it open, and you do. Yeah. Yeah. And you see a um, a small pouch. Uh, you see two pouches, and that have been uh, stowed away in this little opening on the floor. If you open it up, you see one bag holding. 22 silver pieces, 88 gold pieces, and three fresh water pearls. Each 22 worth... silver pieces. Eight, Give me an appraise check for fun. Uh, 22 silver pieces and 88 gold pieces. You find three pearls. Give me an appraise for that pearls. Anyone give me an appraise for that pearls. If I remember correctly, pearls are like 15, right? Because we picked them up before, but I don't know if these are different. Where's our praise, anyways? It, uh, surprise, surprise, it's in the A section of the skills. 24. Uh, Nestle, you know they're worth about 100 each. Okay, I take Ah, then I must know that they're about 98 each. Uh, John, I saw thinks they're worth 50 each. Don't let him see. I rolled 17. That's almost perfect. Uh, you don't even know what the DC was. Um, that's true. Yeah, so you, that's you have three hundred dollars worth of fresh, uh, uh, fresh water pearls. Um, oh, fresh water pearls. Yeah, and if you open up the second sack that's in there, you find a key that has a weird shape to it. Uh, okay, give me a just give me a straight up intelligence check. Okay, just straight up intelligence. Twenty total. Uh, you can pretty much tell just by the shape of it, the size. This is a master key. Oh, I wonder where this goes. Anywhere, that's the mystery. <laughs> <laughs> this is made to open up anything in this fort. Any cabinets, any, ro- any doors, any chests. So you're saying that if we put this... If we would have found this first, and we would have put it into a... Into the soul sliver, we would have torn her chest apart. Fucking god! You know that this room leads to the. Uh, the there's a staircase that leads down. The staircase leads actually to the room where you first encountered the uh, the soul sliver lady. FYI, you remember, there's a chest in there that yeah cannot open. Uh, let's hop in there, actually. Wait, hold on. And then three fresh water pearls. So yeah, I could go straight down there, or you can head down there on your way back. What do you want to do next? Hey, I hey, uh, Nestle. I know we can keep going forward, but do you want to see what was in that chest earlier? Maybe that could help out with what we're doing right now. What do you mean? What do you mean we can't go forward? <laughs> So, spoiler alert for anybody here who watched who um who hasn't watched the Invader Zim 
uh, special Into the Florfist. Enter the Florfist, my bad. Uh, and I know the two of y'all don't want never watch Invader Zim. So, uh, part of the plot uh, was Zim teleporting the Earth in front of the alien armada because they were uh, because they sort of told him that he sucks. Not told him, but he figured out that they, that they don't uh, think that he's a uh, uh, that he's a capable or, person. He, yeah, a competent. That he's competent. He kind of figured it out on his own uh, when he realized that the Earth was not in their pathway uh, of destruction. And so then, you know, because he teleported the Earth in front of them, they noticed it on their radar that the Earth is in front of them now. But the funny thing is, is that in doing so, Zim creates a, uh, a a thing called a florpus, which is like a tear in space and time, because he was stupid enough to teleport something as large as the Earth, millions of light years away. And so, the 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 leaders of the alien uh, armada uh, are going in a straight line. <laughs> And one of their uh, one of their henchmen goes, uh, "Sirs, we need to uh, go around this thing." Ah, oh, but we're going in a straight line. <laughs> um, as as stupid as they are, they went into the fucking black hole thing. <laughs> of course. Uh, so that's why we can't go forward. Uh, let's go back really quick. That's a little check and see if maybe there's something in that chest we can use. Why can't we just do it on the way back? Fine, we can go do it on the way back. Okay. Good thing that's settled, and I go over to this door and open it. Okay, it is locked, it be and I'm guessing you're gonna use the master key. Uh, this leads to a little tower. Uh, think about like a little siege tower thing. There is a, I think it's called a ballista, which is those giant ass crossbows. Um, there's nothing in this floor itself, but. This does lead up to a third floor, which is just uh, this, another portion of this tower, which has that ballista up there. I doubt there's anything up there, but I can always check. Yes. Same thing with the other room? Yep. Yeah. This one, same thing. Okay. Continue down the, down the there's hall. There's nothing in here, in the room. Can yep. we crawl through this little we... crevice here? Like, do, I have to make a, do I have to make a perception check? Can I just make a perception check and just be like, is there anything important, essentially? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're free, you're always free to do so, dude. Yeah, is there anything important? Uh, in this one, no. Okay, well, next one. And yes, you can walk through there. Nah, and like, even if you did, didn't think you could, you can always just go through the store. Did we already check this one? Oh, shit! Uh, no. Sorry, hey, I, I didn't... I didn't see that part of the room. I just now panned over. That's why I said I don't know why you kids. Why I said that? I was like, why can't you go forward? Uh, give me another perception check if you want. All right. Just keep making these perception checks. Twenty-three again. All right, twenty-three this 23. time. Twenty-three. Uh, this one you don't see anything uh, that really catches your eyes. You do see a few more arrows in this one though. Ten more arrowheads, are, or actual oh, arrowheads? Arrows. No, actual arrows. I don't know why I said arrowheads. Are they like? Are they the arrowhead? Are yeah, arrowheads they're made for for crossbows. They're not crossbows. Uh, bows. Long bows. Okay, I'll take them because you know, it'd be funny if we just had more long worm arrows, but nothing to use them with. Oh, that would be depleting the enemy of the resources. Not that it matters, you know, because you're just gonna sell them, honestly. We should sell it to the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Alright. Next one. 
I knock this time. Because I don't. Why I'm... now? Why start now? Because we've done it before. <laughs> okay. Do you walk into this one? I'll open it. Okay, but give me I won't. A... Perception check. Twenty-eight. Okay. As you open the door to this one, there is nothing really different to this room compared to the other two you walked into, but you do notice that there is one thing this room has that not the other rooms have. And there is a hooded lantern on the windowsill in this room. Other than that, there's nothing else. How, does this include us going up there? Like the perception checks? Or no? I, I would think so, yes. Okay. I'm and sure. there's a windowsill on this end. That is where the hooded lantern is at. The other two rooms you walked into were completely empty, with the exception of like arrows on this other one. This one, it is also empty, um, but with the exception of a hooded lantern sitting at the windowsill. That's kind of suspicious. I look at the one, the hooded lantern. It's just a regular hooded lantern. It is a regular hooded lantern. It is currently off, uh, but as you approach it. And if you take a look outside the window, you notice that in in this particular tower, you get a very clear sight or clear uh, image of Iris Hill, which is where the mansion is at. Where the what was at? The uh, Iris Hill, the which is the mansion. Oh, so this okay, so this place essentially just watches the mansion. Oh, right. uh, give me a just straight up intelligence check. Fourteen. I would say. Cool thing about hood and lanterns is that um, because it has a hood on there, um, you could um, block the light from being cast from one end. If trained enough, you can even sometimes send signals or like think of Morse code with a hood and lantern if the other person would understand your code, basically. Interesting. I will take the hood and lantern. And just rinse and repeat with the other two? Yep, rinse and repeat with the other two. You find nothing in the other two. You don't hey, have to roll perception uh, for that. David, I have a question. Yes. Out of curiosity, you can pierce the veil here if you want. You don't have to if you don't want to. Let's say hypothetically we made it to this floor. Um, would, the, would the bad guys have been here? Okay, I got each it. One would have, uh, each one covers a certain section of the, of the third floor, or second floor. Um, okay, the thing is, checking. if since y'all decided to go to the basement a, a, as your first uh, first move, the ooze that's down there can tele telepathically communicate with other people, mm. and so it basically sent a signal to the people on the third floor that you guys are at the basement right now. Basically, tell them prepare yourself because if we don't make it through, they're gonna be coming up here, and so they went ahead and gathered up around the basically two entrance ways you can get up here wasn't there wasn't there like four though There's uh like four you can, ways to get up here right um you could always go through the the towers the ones you just were checking but the doors were locked and you had to get a dc 25 to unlock them uh and the thing that. is y'all guys weren't rolling that high and i think y'all tried twice on one of the doors and it would have been the one that's uh, up in the corner where you found the lantern. Yeah, I tried twice, and then y'all instantly gave up. Uh, I guess so if you would have, if y'all would have opened this one, y'all would have approached from this end, 
while everyone else were, were thinking you were going to come in through the two more possible entrance, which would have been the, either the room up here where y'all actually did the fight, or the room where you found the master key. Imagine if we actually unlocked all the rooms on the way. <laughs> that would have been interesting. But yeah. Other than that... I mean, we really shouldn't. Unless... <laughs> unless you want to 100% this. Um, from And from what we overheard, John, he doesn't want to. But other than that, that is everything you find. Okay. So where was that chest? On the bottom floor? Uh, yes. Well, I go back to Anya and Siobhan. All right, time to bring her down. And I said this probably took you, like, maybe, depending on how, like, how precise you wanted to be with your searching, maybe an hour. Yeah. And probably so, be, it probably would be an hour. Uh, well, yeah, either that or maybe a little bit more. It, it really just depends um, how like, precise you wanted to be. Which I would think, looking for accuser Amir, you'd be you'll try to be as precise as you can. But you don't find anything. And as you walk in, um, Siobhan looks up to you and goes like, um, I'm, "I'm guessing you found nothing." Yep. I I, I kind of figured so. It's like I I started looking around in this room and I found a letter, and uh, it says that uh, she tells you um, it, it was addressed. I'm guessing to one of these, uh, one someone from here. I'm, I'm guessing maybe the scum or I I don't know who was in charge here, but it said it says that that they'll take care of the woman and that they'll be back for. For the boy. I'm guessing it's the boy we, we just saved. But if if the boy was right and the Omir was taken by some yellow <clears throat> robe men, then I think I think the woman that they're talking about in this letter it's her. And there's a name and assigned uh Melissan, I think. I'm not it's it's pretty scratched out, I think that's the name. But that's that's if I'm correct. That's that's the woman that's looking over the mansion right now. I think she has something to do with this. Hmm. We need to get to winter now. Y- yeah, we do. Are, are we good to leave? Mm, not yet. How much more? How much? Mo- how much more longer? Just a little bit. What exactly are you doing, Nestle? Huh? What is Nestle doing that requires him to take more time? I said, out of character. The chest, dude. Yeah, I thought we were already going down there. Yeah, but she said to leave the whole place. Oh, I mean, like, if you're ready, can we start packing up? That's what yes. she's saying. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, we can ready. Okay, and so she goes, okay, good. And so you pack up your stuff, you start walking through, and, um, um, y'all make it through, y'all get to the door, the room where the chest is at, which is the room right at, next to the entrance. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, it's the one where you first encounter the, uh, soul sliver and the electrics and the skull with the electric powers. And um, you get to the chest. You use the key that you found in the scum. None of those work. And so you instead use the master key. Um, you don't know why you didn't go with that one in the first place. But uh, you go ahead, put it in, turn it, opens up. And um, I actually, I think I mentioned this last time. This is where the trap should have been, but I'm not going to do it. Um, as you open it up, you see that there is a cloak in there. A um, a dagger, 
and a leather pouch or a leather bag containing 1,268 gold pieces. Again, 1,268 gold, 142, 142 silver, and 343 copper pieces. Um, I guess you asked Siobhan to spellcraft the cloak and dagger and stuff to see if they're magical. She detects magic, and there's magic coming from both. And I think, I think actually Assad is going to be very happy with one of these. You tell me. Only because I, I swear, I swear I remember you asking for this. So let's see if she can actually do it. 18. Okay. So she tells you the cloak is magical, and she, she actually thinks it's a cloak of elven kind. Now, for the thing that I actually think Assad is going to be happy for. Uh, the dagger. The dagger is a plus one returning dagger. Oh my god. <laughs> That's actually kind of cool. That's really cool. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay. And I swear I thought I heard you, one of these sessions, mention you one. We had a whole thing talking about how we would make one if you couldn't make <laughs> us one. Yeah, I remembered that. Oh my god, that's so fucking cool. Okay, and that is... The last thing that I, I myself, can remember was left in this asylum. Unless you guys can remember anything fort. else. Fort. Uh, oh yeah, uh, the fort. Oh, I was going to go through the documents, and that was pretty much going to be it. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure. I, um, so I'm pretty sure on your way back, you can probably stuff some in your bags. Uh, yeah. Because I think Assad really wants to get to the Secret Agency. And I would think he would try to argue to get get there. Yeah, yeah. even though he argued that we would. <laughs> well, we, but we're... yeah, other than well, that, yeah, there... I mean, I kept on bitching about it, but you're like, we need to still do your stuff. So no, at no, least no, now, no, 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 at, at least I... now, you can leave the asylum knowing that no, you did not find anything of Accuso near. At least now you're, uh, you can say that. Yeah. But if that is everything that. Y'all can remember that y'all need to get taken care of. You guys head to the secret oh, agency. I keep the letter, by the way, I guess. That yeah, yeah, Max. yeah. So, is are we heading to the secret agency? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, guess so. I guess we, since we probably not gonna take the time to go through it, I guess that's not yeah, it. I guess. Yeah. So, you guys make it out the door. You guys turn around and take the last looks of the fort. That you're gonna take for a while. All that shit ha- that has happened to you, all the stuff that you've seen, I saw the stuff you've seen in this fort. Don't know how many more stuff you want to see like that ever again, but you guys can 100% say say to Winter that she Omir was not here or is no longer here, and you think you have fully cleared out this fort. Like even though you guys are healed up, I would still think you guys are like. Nah, maybe not lipping, but you know, you guys are showing that you guys are just exhausted. And slowly but steady, you guys just head back to the sleepless agency. And if this was a TV show, the camera slowly pans away from y'all and takes like a sky view of the fort. And that is where we end today's episode. And we'll see you guys next time. A nice peaceful ending for once. What is that? <laughs> I don't remember these. 
Oh god, I love these when they're cathartic, you know, when like you're like finally feel relief that something is kind of... Oh, okay. Instead of like the endings where like everything is just worse. <laughs> yeah, this is an ending where you can just finally just... Wait, Take a breath. Wait, where's my HP? That's how we're ending this episode, alright. <laughs>